Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. What up, what up, what up, Hoop Ballers? And welcome back to the first NBA regular season DFS Today podcast. We are back in full effect, and I could not be any happier. We are doing this one early, and I am joined by the one, the only, Mike Apatria. How you doing today, Mike? I don't think there could be a better day. We, we discussed it. What kind of intro do we do? And you did not disappoint, Santino, with your long, drawn-up what is up. Uh, I'm happy to be here. I can't wait to get this slate. And it's a good one. We talked about the slate before. Two great games to start off the NBA season with some great pricing. Really excited to jump into this, man. Yep, we're really excited. And we're doing this one early, so we don't have an official injury report. But we can pretty much guesstimate uh, on who's in, who's out. It's it's just a two-gamer here. But you hit it. Uh, There are a lot of cheap prices for a two game slate. We have so much value here that we're going to be picking and choosing which studs we want in there. But this is this is a great one. We're starting off with what was perhaps the best series of the playoffs last year in the Brooklyn Nets in the Milwaukee Bucks. Now we get a healthy James Harden. Still no Kyrie Irving in that. But uh, we get a healthy James Harden here and we get a healthy LaMarcus Aldridge uh, and then the Bucks. And then the second game, we have the Warriors-Lakers. It, it's kind of hard to pick four better marquee teams out there to start this season off, but it is going to be a fun one, man. Um, and yeah, we we did the one preseason podcast, but now we're back. We are back seven days a week doing DFS Today, NBA basketball. Um, we're kicking it off, man. I am excited. Before we jump into it, is there anything else you want to throw out there? Let's see. I mean... Let's say I'm just pumped. I, I think that this is going to be just a fantastic season. Uh, people have training camps underneath their feet, summer leagues underneath their feet. I think I, like I always mention this. I think in the beginning of every single season, the best time to take advantage of DraftKings is the beginning of the year. First few games that these guys are going to play. Uh, they're not priced accordingly. We could take advantage of that. I'm not saying go and blow your entire wad on the first few. Make sure you manage your bankroll. But nah, do it. Do it. <laughs> this is awesome. This is a great time to uh, take advantage of the knowledge. Take advantage of what other people don't. You're going to see a lot of people who aren't, I would say, heavy DFS players jump into this head first just because they're excited, just like everybody else. We're excited about the basketball season. So let's go on. Let's jump into this podcast and let's take advantage of some people. As, as terrible as that sounds, saying it out loud. Yeah, let's do it, man. Uh, right off the bat, we will jump right into the first game tipping off the NBA 2021-2022 season. We have the Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets, who are 
without a doubt, the NBA favorites this year, with or without Kyrie Irving, I think. Uh, and they are traveling to the defending, the reigning, defending, undisputed NBA champions, the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, on the injury report, as I mentioned, we're doing this one a little bit earlier today, so we don't have an official injury report. But we can say Kyrie Irving is out for the Nets. Everyone else seems pretty much uh, ready to go. And on the Buck side, we have semi, semi-pro Ojale. Um, he's out. We have Bobby Portis. He's been ruled out. Uh, we have Dante DiVincenzo. He's been ruled out. Rodney Hood is questionable. And uh, Chris Middleton, I'm going to put him at questionable, but I assume he's going to play here too. Uh, on the over, under, and the spread, we have a pick em. ladies and gentlemen. We have a pick em, and the over, under is a solid, very solid 240 and a half. This game tips off at 730 Eastern Standard Time, which probably more or less uh, actually tips off around 740, 745. They might do the whole ring uh, stuff. They might have the whole big intro because it's the first game. But on DFS, on DraftKings, FanDuel, whatever, it's going to be 730 lock. But I'll show it over to you, Mike. Um, we'll start with the Brooklyn Nets, the away team. How are you Brooklyn. looking at this? <laughs> the, the Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> I uh, love the Brooklyn. If you ever uh, been to a, a Nets game like a couple years ago, they didn't refer to themselves as the Nets. They only referred them to themselves as Brooklyn. Uh, so I love it there. But um, yeah, we don't have Kyrie. How are you looking at him? Well, I think that's just the, the news at the top. No Kyrie. I mean, it's not the news at the top. It's been the news pretty much all summer long, I think, at this point. Uh, but yeah, it's that's the big news, I guess you could say. Uh, I think you got to lead with the lead with the the big guys. I mean, there's no doubt about it. James Harden, Kevin Durant are going to be two of the most highest and most owned players on the slate, rightfully so. I think they're both very, very much in play. I think you can't go wrong with either or, or if you even wanted to stack them and go both, you can't go wrong with that. But as far as those two studs, they're both fairly priced. James Harden coming in at 9,300. Uh, and then you're looking at Kevin Durant at a modest 99 for as well as he played in that last series. You think he would be much higher. But like we said, there is bodies missing. I'm probably going to find myself playing a little bit more James Harden than I do Durant. And that's simply because we know this guy is going to be handling the ball. He's going to be playing primarily point guard, even if Kyrie Irving does play. He always has that scoring touch that we know he could drop 40 on any given night. Now, which guy is going to drop the 40 on this one? I expect one of them to come you know, damn near close to it, if not 35 plus. Uh, it could be either one of them, but I just think there's a lot more forward value on this slate that I'll be taking a look at. So just based off construction, I find myself playing a little bit more James Harden. And now we touched on it. With no Kyrie Irving, that is going to open up some rotation spot uh, and some minutes for some of these guards. And I expect it to be Bruce Brown in that starting lineup. And at 3,600, he's guard. He's forward eligible. You can play him on either or, small forward. He's going to be a guy that, yes, he's, he's not going to come out here and put up 25 or 30 actual points, but... He can get you boards. He can get you steals. He can even chip in a couple of assists here at that guard slash forward position. I'm going to be th- imagine he's extremely highly owned. So if you wanted to fade some ch- some value chalk, go for it. I don't find myself doing it on this slate because, like we said, all this value equals stars and scrubs for me. So I find myself playing those two guys uh, quite often in both of them, sprinkling in some Durant where I'm not playing Harden. But not trying to say you can't do both. You easily could, but I'm just spreading it out a little bit. And then uh, one guy at the center position I have a lot of interest in is going to be LaMarcus Aldridge at 3,900. Just think this is a little too cheap. I expect him to play anywhere between 20 and 24 minutes. Him and Blake Griffin will probably see a majority of that center role. 
And we'll even see Durant slide down to three. These two guys can play alongside of each other. Wouldn't shock me one bit there. So those are those are the primary options I'm looking at. But there's going to be a lot of value to go around. If you wanted to go in the mid-tier, wouldn't knock you with Joe Harris. But I think I'm going to be sitting there playing some stars and scrubbies. Yeah, and I'm with you. And I am in on Harden. Uh, I like him a little more than Durant. $600 cheaper. I can fit myself uh, some of these fairer price stars like Middleton and Draymond also. Uh, but you look at those last two games with Harden in, in the last series when they played last year against the same, pretty much same Milwaukee Buck team. Uh, he played 93 minutes combined. He only shot 10 of 26. 10 of 26. But guess what? He was playing on one leg, and he still topped 40 pa- fantasy points in both of those games. On one leg, shooting the ball terrible. Uh, no, a little squeak there. Uh, oh, I love it. I love the <laughs> A little squeak? Always squeak. squeaks are the best. All the time. <laughs> that always makes me think of uh, uh, basketball. Your sister says, it squeaks. Uh but yeah, he topped 40 points in both those last two games against the Bucks, and he shot terrible. He was playing on one leg, as I mentioned. Uh, I can't imagine him scoring any less than 40. That's that's the bar minimum for him. There's not going to be Kyrie Irving. He's going to be 100%. Uh, this is a statement game right off the bat for this Nets team. With or like, with or without Kyrie Irving, this is a statement game. The defending champions, this is the favorite to win the, the title this year, the Nets. Uh I can't imagine him scoring under, I, I said 40, 50 points is is the minimum for me seeing Harden. And you get them at a slight discount to Durant, who's also going to be phenomenal. Um, I also, as you mentioned, I think there's a lot of value here. Uh, Bruce Brown might start. I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure if he starts in this particular matchup uh, because are they going to really start Durant on Giannis in the beginning of this game? I, I Their projected starting lineup is currently Harden, Brown, Harris, Durant, Blake Griffin. But in this matchup, does it make more sense to try and start Nick, Nick Claxton, who I like at 4K if he does start, or LaMarcus Aldridge, who I also like at 3-9 if he starts, and bump Durant up to small forward? Because they do have a lot of options here in the front court now. They have Griffin, Claxton, Aldridge, Paul Millsap, uh, even James Johnson, if you just really want to get super deep. That, that's a lot of options. And Durant, obviously, is another one. So I think uh, without Kyrie, they might go a little bit bigger, but that's something to keep an eye on. And all three of those guys, Brown, Aldridge, Claxton, uh, I like all of them. Whether Brown starts or not, I think he's going to have a very solid role. Um, and if he doesn't start, I think it makes him even more appealing because people are going to look away from him. But whoever starts between Claxton and Aldridge, if they do and decide to go big, that's a guy I like there. Um, it's just super cheap value there. And then another guy, Patty Mills, one of their biggest offseason acquisitions, 3700 This guy's going to play, especially without Kyrie, and we know he could shoot. Uh, so I don't mind going there again because – I'm with you. I'm probably, I'm likely going stars and scrubs. I mean, you got it with the, with the names and, and whatnot in this slate. You got it. And there's just a lot of value to be found here, but um, I'm interested to see how the Nets lineup shakes out. If they go big or small, uh, that's going to dictate where I like, but I'm with you. I like Aldridge. I like Brown and Claxton and Mills are two guys to keep an eye on. Absolutely. Patty Mills is the guy I didn't mention, but at 3,700, you got to, you got to look at him. He's probably going to be leading this team in bench usage. Uh, you know, depending on what the starting lineup, like you said, looks like, but uh, I fully anticipate him to get some shots up. So keep him in your player pool. He's definitely in play. If you wanted to, you know, mix and match, if you're building multiple lineups, he's a guy that you have to involve in there for sure. For sure. For sure. And now let's jump it on over to the Bucks, and I'll I'll take the lead on this one. We'll we'll, we'll switch it up back and forth. Uh, obviously, Giannis is there. We know what he did in this matchup. Uh, we saw these guys go. 
head to head not too long ago. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't super long ago, but it was enough. But at 10K, I just, depending on how stars and scrubby I go, I, I'm, I'm likely going to have more James Harden. I'm going to have more Steph Curry. I'm going to have more Anthony Davis in this lineup than I am Giannis, just because he's, he's 10K already. They, they, they're not making it a secret about his non-discount there. Uh, there's a lot of people that are priced down, but he is not one of them. Uh, but two of them are Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. I really like Middleton in this. I've mentioned time and time again on this podcast, his home and away splits. I know this is game one. If he's healthy, uh, he he missed the last game for personal reasons. So I, I assume he's playing here. He's going to see 35 minutes. He's going to be Chris Middleton. Uh, we know what he does on at home and away. Just look at the splits. It's and the points are still there, but the efficiency is crazy. Home games, he's shooting nearly 500%. On the road, he's shooting 44% or under 44%. His three-point percentage at home last year, 44% away, 35%, so on. So even free throws, he's um, uh, free throws is the one thing he's better at on the road. Which I don't get. His other counting stats are pretty much identical, home or away. His just efficiency goes way up at home on this type type of environment. You can imagine he's going to get 22 shots in this. Uh, we we know that these teams are going to go back and forth, back and forth, chuck it up. Uh, so I'm ready for that. Chris Middleton at 7-2. He's a guy that you can just slot in, and you can still probably get two stars on this slate. So I really like him. Holiday's another one, but I, I like Middleton a, a little bit more here. Um, and then I'm going down. Um, don't hate Brooke Lopez, but I probably won't find myself there unless I have 6K remaining for my last spot. I'm just, I think it's easier to go stars and scrubs here, but... We don't have DiVincenzo, so there is a spot open, and Rodney Hood might not play. I think Grayson Allen is the guy who's going to fill that spot, and I like him a little bit more than Connaughton. And at 3,800, he's going to be in a lot of my lineups, whether he starts or comes off the bench. Uh, he's going to find himself wide open for a lot of threes, and we know this guy can knock down threes. Uh, he, always, he usually pitches in a couple steals, um, gets some rebounds and assists there, here and there, but... I think he's he's a rock solid play at 3,800, uh, especially if he draws that start, um, or even if he doesn't draw the start, we know the ownership is going to be down. So he's a guy I'm definitely targeting here uh, with Middleton to be my most used guys on this team. I can't argue with that. I think Grayson Allen's going to be an excellent play. I think he's going to be another one of those guys just because he's so cheap. He's going to be fairly chalky, but you might see some people go a little bit more balanced, and they might be choosing between. Grayson Allen or Bruce Brown at that, you know, both are, have the same eligibility shooting guard and small forward. Both are very similarly priced. Uh, I say, why not both? So I'm with you. Grayson Allen uh, with, you know, Brent Forbes being gone. Dante DiVincenzo wasn't playing much in the playoffs with this same injury. So I imagine that he's going to see as many minutes, if not more, uh, you know, compared to what Brent Forbes was playing for them last year, except for one difference is he can actually do stuff on the court. Uh, Bryn Forbes <laughs> is basically a walking corpse when it comes to DFS. Uh, Grayson Allen, not shy to shoot, has a very good jump shot. So give me some Grayson Allen. Uh, I'm kind of going um, with you as far as Middleton, but that doesn't mean I'm not playing Giannis. I am playing Giannis in every single lineup. With no Bobby Portis, they pretty much have nobody to back up Giannis unless they want to play his brother in this serious matchup. Jordan Nwora, he's been excellent during preseason. I was going to say our, our guy, Nora, who I like too. Uh, I love Nora, don't get me wrong, but... You know, that's preseason, that's summer league, that's him with no starters in there. Of course, he's going to go buck wild. The dude's a walking bucket, don't get me wrong. But I can see this being an immediate, like, 38-minute Giannis game. And Giannis is one of, if not the best point-per-minute player in the NBA, with no one really backing him up. 
The same could be said for Brooke Lopez. I just don't find myself landing on that 5,900 mark as of right now, but there's really no one to back him up either. Uh, so these two guys are going to probably play significant minutes. And if you want to look at them, no fault to you. I think 10K is probably too cheap for Giannis. He's a guy that's we've seen routinely priced at 11K or higher. So we're almost getting, I feel like, a slight little discount on him. I'm spending down on all these cheap guys, these Bruce Browns, these Grayson Allens. There's another guy that we'll get to in a very similar price tag in that next game uh, to be able to afford three to four studs pretty easily. And that, e- that even leaves me a little money left over to get one of those, uh, you know, Chris Middletons, those Drew Holidays, or those the Draymond Green that we'll get to, too. So, you know, I'm kind of giving away a lot of my builds right now, but there's so many ways to mix and match that I think a lot of people are probably going to go this avenue, but rightfully so. So I'll be playing Giannis. I'll be playing Middleton over Drew Holiday. Uh, both those guys very much in play, depending on eligibility. They did that, I think, for, for a good reason. You know, Middleton's a guy that used to have shooting guard eligibility over the years, but now he just has strictly small forward so I think those guys, and then sprinkling in some Grace and Allen, and like you said, if you happen to land at that mid-price range around that 6K mark and you need some uh, need someone to play, I think Brooke, uh, Brooke Lopez is 100% going to be that guy. I would expect 30-plus from Brookie in this one. Awesome. Now let's go on over to the capper of the night, the second game. We have the Golden State Warriors traveling to Los Angeles to take on the new look Lakers. We have a 230 and a half game total. We have the Lakers as four and a half point home favorites. And this is a tip off at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Chuck it over to you with the Warriors side. I've uh, kind of touched on most of it, but what are you looking at here? I know we both mentioned Draymond. Uh, who else are you looking at? I, I have my eye on one guy who's not priced accordingly right now, but um, probably both. We're probably both thinking the same guy, but who are you looking at on this side of the ball? Well, yeah, we we both know who that guy is. He's just been a star all preseason, uh, no doubt about it. It's got to be Jordan Poole. Am, am I right? Uh, yes, sir. Forty eight hundred is too cheap for him. Absolutely. Now, as much as I love him, do I have him in every lineup? Absolutely not. And it's just because I, if I play Poole, uh, that means that something's got to give as far as getting one of these other studs I want to get in there. So, we, although he's very underpriced, he's just priced. A little too much for me to get those other guys because we're going to get to another guy I have where if I spend down on him on the other side of the ball, it allows me to kind of spend up somewhere else. So I absolutely do love Jordan Poole. I expect him to be very, very high owned. Um, I think that, you know, he's going to get his shot attempts. He's probably going to be the primary ball handler behind Steph Curry, too. He should start alongside of him, but I imagine they stagger some of these minutes and it's either going to be Jordan Poole. Maybe Andre Iguodala handling the ball behind Curry. They they really just don't have a traditional backup point guard at the moment. So, unfortunately, the, the Nico Mannion, man, just had to let him go. Uh, so, yeah, I think he's playing overseas right now, if I'm not mistaken. But Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, Draymond, these are the three guys I'm looking at. I'm probably not going to go too crazy outside of these three guys. Don't see myself playing any Andrew Wiggins at 6,200. I'd just rather play Brooke Lopez in that spot. I think Jordan Poole has solidified himself to probably be number three in the pecking order of shot attempts. Wiggins will probably still get a couple more, but Jordan Poole's better than Wiggins. It's just time will tell. Uh, Wiggins did improve himself last season defensively. He was actually really, really good on defense, but I think 6,800 for Draymond, is they're going to need his size. The Lakers just play with, what, about five, seven-footers, and they're all about 47 years old outside of Anthony Davis as well. So I, th- I imagine he's going to be playing upwards of uh, you know 35 to 38 minutes in this one, especially knowing it's such a good matchup. 
And anytime you're talking about Draymond getting that that many minutes, he doesn't need to score to get you there. He'll get the rebounds, he'll get the assists, the blocks, the steals. Before you know it, he's teetering above 40 DK points at 6,800. That's just a little too cheap. Uh, one question I have for you, though. If you can only play one, very similar price guys, and I'm finding myself in the situation. Draymond or in the first game that we talked about? Middleton. Middleton. I like Middleton. Yeah, I, I had a feeling we were going to throw that. I like both of them, and I think you could get both of them, still get a stud, and not have to go uh, and still get one to two studs. But, yeah, I like Middleton at home against the Nets. Um, we'll see what how the exactly the Warriors play their lineup. I think it's going to be Looney and, and Draymond out there first, uh, depending on how big slash small the – uh, the Lakers go because they just have so many options in that in their lineup. But uh, yeah, I, I like Middleton's upside a little bit more. He can we know he's going to score the basketball, and while Draymond does a lot everything else pretty much a little bit better, uh, scoring is king when especially in in DFS when you know guaranteed points are there. Yeah, I can't argue with them. I, I love both these guys. I'll be mixing and matching with them uh, as well. And I'm not playing Looney. Uh, we we talked about very very good value plays already. I just think have higher upside than Looney. So I'll leave Looney if anybody else wants to play him. There's no reason for me to go that way. I'm not expecting anything more than maybe like 22, 21 DK points. And at 4,100, that's pretty much what you're paying for. We're looking for value. I think we got other options that we can look at. So that's pretty much what I'm going to be looking at at Golden State. It's going to be Curry, Draymond, a little Jordan Poole, but I expect very high ownership for him. And uh, that's, that's probably it for me. No Wiggins. And if you absolutely are feeling frisky, you you could look at Iguodala as a value play at 3500. I prefer you know those other guys to Grayson Allen and Bruce Browns that we spoke about already. But he's back at home. I feel like this is I know he I know he his real home is in Philly where he uh, kind of made a name for himself. But he's back at home. This is where he uh, you know kind of always got the best usage, the best play. They, they Steve Kerr utilized uh, Iguodala. He's also 77 now. Oh, oh, the Laker guy talking about old guys. Funny how that works. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're talking about old people. He he's <laughs> older than all those old people. Yeah, he's still got some left in the tank. Uh, but no, I'm just saying, <laughs> strictly as a as a ball handler, like I said, they don't have another point guard there. So it's going to be pretty much, I think, Curry, Poole, and Iguodala handling the ball for the most part for this team. And, and Draymond, of and course. Dr- Draymond, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah and Draymond, of course. Uh, point Dre, but yeah, I'm with you. I I don't think we have to expand too too much but i'm probably gonna have a little less curry exposure than i will have harden uh same mm-hmm. pretty much same price I, I prefer Harden in that scenario if i had to choose one i prefer durant if we're going up and, and Giannis a little more too but obviously they're, they're a little more expensive but harden is pretty much uh same price tag there one one hundred dollars cheaper i'd rather prefer harden i think the floor is just super super safer with harden not to say curry uh but it Last year, I know, in a couple, sometimes it takes him a couple games to get into his flow, uh, and they're playing with most mostly new people now. Um, Otto Porter Jr. is going to be part of the rotation a lot. Uh, Poole is going to be permanently part of the rotation, so we'll see exactly how it how it does in this. But um, yeah, I, I prefer Harden a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Draymond. Hmm. I was going to say we didn't really touch on who's probably we don't have the injury report, but who's likely out? You know, Wiseman we know is out. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think you uh, know that could be quite important. Uh, obviously, no Clay Thompson as well. Yep. Oh, I forgot to mention that uh, Kuminga might be out, <clears throat> and those are pretty much the only guys I believe. But yeah, Draymond Pool definitely in my pool. 
<laughs> but so, outside so of that, so clever, right? My player pool includes Jordan. Uh, but outside of that, um, just leaving everybody else alone. I think there's too much value out there that I don't have to squeeze it in. And that's saying something for a two-game slate. Um, and speaking of the injury report, before I jump and dive into the elder statesman Los Angeles Lakers, uh, throw out some injuries there. Trevor Reza, Taylor Norton Tucker will not be suiting up. Wayne Ellington is doubtful. Kendrick Nunn, Malik Monk are both questionable. Uh, they are likely to play, but as of right now, they are questionable. And Wayne, Elling- uh, Wayne Ellington is more doubtful than questionable. Uh, but we'll I'll jump into the Lakers, man. Uh, I mentioned him before. I want some Anthony Davis in this matchup. 8800 that's a little too cheap for him. Uh, it's pretty cheap for LeBron James as well. But I, I think Anthony Davis, they're going to make a point of emphasis to feed him, especially in this first game. Uh, and we'll see exactly if they go big, if they go small. Uh, they have many options to do both. Uh, Dwight Howard could start at center, or they could do, if Davis starts at center, ooh, he's going to feast in this game. Uh, if not, I still think he's going to feast, but uh, he's been super productive throughout his career when he's playing the five. I just don't know why he does not like it. I think it's because he gets a little more beat up and a little more injured than he already is, but that is besides the point. Um, outside of that, I'm not going to touch much of Westbrook. Uh, you got to give it a little time to see exactly how he does here. Dwight Howard could be in play at 4,900 if he gets the start, but I'm not in love with that. Uh, I'm looking at where, what are they going to do on the wings? Cause I mentioned none monk, both questionable. Ellington is out. Tucker, Ariza, both out. Ariza was supposed to start. I think that means Carmelo Anthony, the ageless wonder at 3,900 is going to draw the start at power forward, assuming they don't. Uh, AD starts at center, and I love that. 3,900 if he's going to get the start. Oof, we know, we know Melo is not afraid to shoot no matter who is on this team. Uh, he'll grab some rebounds. He will play power forward. Uh, that That is a very good price tag. We might see Kent Bazemore draw the start at shooting guard. Uh, if Malik Monk is another possibility. I think they'll draw the start at shooting guard. One of those two. Uh, but if Monk doesn't play, then Bazemore might draw the start against his former team at 3,600. And you know they're going to get a lot of open shots when you are the role player on a Los Angeles Laker team right here with LeBron, AD, Westbrook. Uh, their key defense is going to be keying in the paint. And on those guys, Bazemore would be really nice at 3,600. To me, it's just how do they start this lineup? I think we have a few, like Melo and, and Bazemore, two guys I am very much looking at right now, and AD I uh, really want to spend up for. Yeah, I agree. I think Bazemore is uh, definitely a guy that draws the start at the two. Um, he's one guy that I'm for sure looking at. Every, anybody that's been listening to these podcasts for the past few years knows I'm a big Bazemore guy for DFS simply because, you know, it's lightning in a bottle. It's either going to be really good or really bad for you. Uh, he's a guy that could pile on steals very quickly. If his shot's fallen, he's going to take four, uh, four to six three-pointers. And that's kind of going to be his role with this Laker team, I think, all season long. It's just going to be, hey, you know, do what we need you to do on defense and hit that open three when you're available. So I think Baysmore, another one of those guys, and that Bruce Brown, even cheaper than uh, you know Grayson Allen, uh, I'll probably have these three guys in a lot of my lineups for their value. And uh, you know, we we talked about some of the other value plays as well. And that's why I just find myself doing the stars and scrubs. And when I when I do the stars and scrubs, you know, pick your poison. You can't go wrong with any of these studs. It's gonna be tough to nail which ones are gonna be the right ones. As far as we we're talking about, you know, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Giannis, uh, Steph Curry. James Harden, Kevin Durant. But when you when you sit here and you play these three to four value plays, you can get three of those guys in your lineup. I just think that's the way to go. 
And that even leaves me enough room to, like I said, possibly get somebody else that is pretty expensive as well. Now, does that leave you susceptible to missing out on some of those lower owned guys like Joe Harris? Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. But minutes equal money. I'm looking to get these cheap guys. I'm expecting to play big minutes. I think that Kent Bazemore is going to be up there probably around that 25 to 28 minute mark. And I, I just like the upside that he always provides. So I'll have me some Bazemore. If I had to choose between the studs over here, I think I'm probably going to lean, like you said, AD. I'm expecting him to start at center. And if that's the case, Melo at the four. They talked about playing him at the five and starting him at the five. If he doesn't, I imagine it would actually be uh, a little bit of DeAndre Jordan uh, maybe starting over Dwight Howard. But who knows? Uh, that's just the way I'm looking at it, though. And between LeBron and Russell Westbrook, I'm probably actually – I know you said you don't want Westbrook. I'm probably going to lean Westbrook over LeBron. One thing I, one thing we know about LeBron is he's very selfless. He will he will defer to teammates. He will let other teammates do what they have to do to get acclimated. And I imagine that's how the season starts until if they drop this game, if they drop one or two games early on, we'll start seeing LeBron just go full takeover mode but doing what he needs to do to win. But I imagine he allows Westbrook to kind of play a little bit more naturally as he's used to. I'm not saying we're going to get 70, 80 DK point Westbrook in this one. But at 8,600, if we can get 50 from him, 45, I think that's all we need. And I'll be happy to take the chance on that one. So uh, if I had to rank them in order of the guys I'm probably going to see exposure to, it would be AD, Westbrook, LeBron. But if you're playing, that's more of a GPP standpoint. Point. If you're playing more of a cash stand, game, stand boy, <laughs> yeah, stand boy. Okay, Sunny, squeaky Sunny over there, Sque- Sunny squeaks. Uh, we got. I would kind of want to get a hashtag of that going at some point as the season goes on. The sunny squeaks, but I think uh, LeBron makes a lot more sense for cash games and for maybe single entry games where you want to be a little less risky. Uh, same thing with Anthony Davis, and then Westbrook would probably fall in line at third in that kind of. I don't even know if Anthony Davis would be considered safe with how often he takes a trip to the locker room throughout his career but uh, as far as just point per dollar i think he's very very safe as far as that goes but those are the guys i'm looking at it's the three obvious studs you said it sprinkling a little lamello but i uh i think i'll play more bays more than i will lamello or lamello mellow excuse me uh and that's it after that after those five guys i'm drawing the line i don't think we need to go to anyone else i don't see myself playing monk i don't see myself playing any of these bigs at center just because i'd rather play aldridge in that first game and in that first matchup and then that's it all right. I like it. Yeah. And then uh, that that does it for our two-game slate, man. The first two-game slate or the first slate of the NBA regular season here. Uh, I guess we could do our player pool if you want. I mean, there's really not much to throw out there, but I know the guys like it. So we can go with favorite high-priced guy. I think I made mine very clear, uh, but you can, you can take the lead on this. Yeah, it's going to be Giannis for me. Uh, Giannis is going to be my favorite stud. I, I talked about it. I just expect him to play a boatload of minutes. He's probably the best point per minute guy in the NBA. No one really backing him up outside of, you know, unproven uh, guys that they don't want to play big minutes as far as his brother, Thonis. And Theonis, Thonis, we'll say Theonis because there's an I in there. Thonis. Yeah, okay. It's definitely not that. <laughs> it's definitely not that. And, uh, and Jordan DeWara. So I'll go Giannis as my favorite high price stud. All right be a no free dog and it is thonasis what do you mean uh the you you're the the butcher is back but um i'm gonna go with harden i just think 9300 is a great price for him it's only a matter of time before he is mid mid tens possibly uh with no cur or with no Kyrie there there's 
I can't imagine him him being held down to under 10K for too, too long. Uh, so I'm going to take Harden. He's fully healthy. 50 point is his floor here. Give me some James Harden. Um, along with that. Yep. Um, and I'm probably going to stick to this game a lot for my next picks, but who are you liking in the mid-tier? Ooh, well, I know who you're going to say in the mid-tier, so I'll go the opposite way, and I'll go Draymond. Um, you know, I, we talked about it. We we already know who your guy is. You're, if you're not playing, if Giannis isn't your high top uh, high top guy over there uh, for the Bucks, you're you've got to be playing Middleton. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Someone's got to score the ball over there. And two guys, when we talk about you know the that series in general when they played, Drew Holiday and Middleton both struggled to get any baskets. I don't think it's going to be that way going around this time. Uh, I expect both these guys to chip in, but I, I agree with you. Uh, I think Middleton will be the better of them, but Draymond for me, and you can go ahead and say Middleton now. Yeah, for the middle tier, I'm going to go Middleton. All right, hold on. we got to right. stop. We gotta, we, <laughs> some people keep track of the corny jokes that he says, so when he jumps it, on my back. It was, like, it's a pun. You're just not punny, so you don't know how those work. Oh, okay, keeping the but, pool in the pool. Yeah, I got you. The puns. Yeah, those are puns. <laughs> They're those not are punny. puns. Uh, but yeah, Middleton, um, rehashing something I've, I used all last year and even before that, but his home and away splits are insane. It didn't really translate to translate that way in this particular series in the playoffs last year. It was kind of even, if not better away than he was home. Uh, but that's not him in the regular season. That hasn't been him for the last couple of years. Uh, he is money at home. And like you said, if you're not going to play Giannis, you got to play one of the other two. Um, and I just, uh, he's much safer than anybody else in that price range. Uh, and we just know I, he's going to take 20 something shots. going to be a high scoring game. Give me some Middleton here. Can't fault you there. Well, and if we're going to, if we're going to look at the value now value tier, I told you, I'm not just picking one. I'm probably going to roll out three to four of these guys and just completely lean into the stars and scrubs approach. But if I have to pick one, um, I'm probably going to lean Bruce Brown. I just like the way that this guy can just contribute across the board with his steals, his boards. He's going to be relied to score a little bit as well. So I'll probably lean Bruce Brown as one of my favorite value plays, but it's hard to choose. Yeah, I'm with you. We we mentioned so many. Uh, and I'm going to stick in this first game too. I'm, I'm going to go the opposite end though. I, I like some Grayson Allen here. I think he draws the start, uh, which won't be awesome for P, uh, like, non-cash games tournament entries which won't be awesome because he's going to be higher higher owned if he draws that start i'm hoping they do Connaughton. that would be nice uh but grayson allen's going to get a lot of shots in this one uh i I just like him and we'll see maybe that changes if we get the news that baysmore does start then at 3600 uh i like him a little bit more but yeah you have baysmore you have mellow who's possibly starting lamarcus aldridge uh brown grayson all these guys are under 4k and then you got claxon who might start at 4k and then Patty Mills. I mean, there's a lot of options to choose here. So um, I am with you on that one. But as of right now, I like Grayson. I think he starts, plays 30 something <laughs> minutes. I don't um, think it's something we've ever heard anybody say. I just like Grayson Allen. Like, he's just a nice uh, guy. I mean, I like him. He is. He, he's a nice guy <laughs> off the court. <laughs> I have no idea. We don't even know that. He does not seem like he's a nice guy off the court either. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, but for well, DFS, we like I had to say something. <laughs> I had to add something. But yeah, I can see him taking at least six threes. In this one, there's really no backup there unless they play Connaughton. Uh, and even then, he's still going to get a lot of minutes. But uh, yeah, well, we'll see exactly how the lineup shake out. But as of now, I think he's the safest to hit 30 plus minutes in that uh, 4K and under range. 
All right, man. I can't. I think. I think there's a lot of options. I think it, this is going to be all about just mixing and matching. Uh, we're going to see a lot of highly owned guys, a lot of guys that are at that 70% owned, 80% owned, uh, all over the place, whether it's cash and GPP. There's just no doubt about it. But the good part is with having a lot of value plays, you can mix and match this value. And same thing with the studs. You can mix and match these studs, and you can almost feel good about it. It's just going to be avoiding some of these landmines and getting the value out of the price tags, which I think is pretty easy to do on this slate. Great value comes great versatility. I thought you were going to go responsibility. No, I didn't. I didn't want to steal it from Spider-Man. There, I'm just <laughs> trying to trying to change it a little bit. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think we hit it, man. Before we head on out, before we sit in our outro, is there anything you want to add uh, outside of this? Basketball is back. Officially, I want to add that we have regular season NBA basketball again. And I mean, outside of that, the 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 great basketball that we have back, uh, we'll just add our sponsors that we were so excited that we barely spoke about. So shout out to MyBookie. If you guys haven't, go check out MyBookie.ag, uh, the number one betting site out there, the only betting site that we at HoopBall use over here because, you know, the lines, the free lines, the money line, everything's great over there. You can do a little bit of everything, including your, your casino games. So uh, maybe if you play AD, he gets hurt early. You just want to pack it in. You can go play some uh, some casino games over there as well. And then shout out to Manscaped. Uh, we are a male-groomed organization over here, and Manscaped is the only people that we use to do so. Check out their lawnmower. Check out their perfect package kit that they have going on over there. Use the promo codes HOOPBALL20 for 20% off at Manscaped, and then you're going to use promo code HOOPBALL over there at MyBookie. Yeah, well, you wipe the spit off your lips. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say the, I'm the, casino part, <laughs> the casino part of my bookie is my favorite. I can't stop playing uh, single deck blackjack. I don't know if anyone else is out there. Same thing, but I am been crushing it. Um, only play a couple hands and then leave before. Yeah, it's okay. Computer. <laughs> no, for real. You got to play a couple hands and then leave for a couple hours before the computer starts getting uh, instant over there. A couple of hands, a couple hours. That's what I do. Play a couple hands, win some money, leave. A couple hours, come back when everything reloads. Play a couple hands, leave. Uh, been been on fire lately, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. And we have NBA basketball back. I don't think you emphasize that as much. I know we had the preseason. I know we had the summer league. I know we had all this, but we have NBA regular season basketball where it actually counts in the standings, on the stat sheet, everywhere we have it back. Uh, we have it for a while now. I'm just excited. I think our team is excited. We are excited to bring you daily podcasts, daily articles, uh, all the whole nine, Discord, everything. But thank you guys for tuning in as always. And have a good night. Good luck. We will catch you again tomorrow. And if you, if I didn't say it in the beginning, this is our Tuesday NBA opening tip-off day, October 19th, 2021. Thank you guys for joining us. Have a good night. Peace. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.